Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge, heartfelt, warm, lovely, huggy welcome to my friend and client and member and all these things, Simone Pavels, SEO and Pinterest expert. I'm just so excited to nerd out about Pinterest. But first, welcome, Simone. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am so happy to finally be here. Yes, it's an absolute pleasure to have you because, oh my gosh, it's, it's taken a lot to get here. So I'm glad we're finally connecting, recording the podcast. Um, and yeah, we're here. We made it. So tell us, I mean, I know that I have labeled you as SEO and Pinterest expert. There's so much more to you. So um, tell us a little bit about Simone. Sure, sure. So yes, I am a um, Pinterest and SEO expert. I call myself a traffic strategist mm. um, to cover all things traffic. Mm. But I, I, you know, I'm also a mum. I'm also a wife of a fly-in, fly-out worker. And I'm also, um, in addition to being a business owner, I'm also a, a registered nurse as well. That's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot going on for you. I like to keep busy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess you would. And I'm sure that it takes a lot of um, productivity and organizational skills as well, which we can explore a little bit later. But first, I'd just like to head back to when you and I met. Um, And I don't even remember how that was, if it was in real life at an event. I don't know. We're both in Adelaide. So I just, I don't know. I I feel like I've known you forever. But um, when we met, you were a virtual assistant. I was. So, you know, what what made you decide to change and really niche into that SEO and Pinterest or traffic services? Yeah, so um, you're right. When we when we first met, it it was actually online, and yeah. I had heard about you through um, at the time SA Mums in Business, and then we met in person at um, the very first event I went to. I was very nervous oh. at the at the SA Mums and Business, I think yeah. it was like a Christmas or end of year type event. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's when we first met. But, um, you know, I I often tell the story about, you know, being a registered nurse, particularly in um, an emergency. So, uh, you know, in acute care. Yeah. You don't get like this sense of um, completeness or this sense of resolution because the people that you are looking after, they're often, you know, you fix their acute issues or their issues that are really urgent at the time. Yeah. And then you send them off either to a ward to be fixed further or you send them off home with their their issue kind of band-aided mm-hmm. um, for their GP to follow up because in the ED we're fixing acute issues, issues that are urgent and that need to be you know, fixed urgently and then um, we're handing care over to someone else. And so I never got this sense of feeling of completeness. And so I was looking back to a time in my life that I did get that feeling and it was when um, I was working in admin before I was a nurse. Um, and so I, I looked into virtual assistants, thought it's a great sort of thing to do on the side um, and started doing that. And very quickly I niched down into Pinterest because I started seeing very, very quickly in the in the groups I was in, in the Facebook groups and the communities I was involved in that people were asking about Pinterest. And I liked Pinterest. I've been using it for a long time on a personal level. Um, so I knew the platform. 
I thought what a great you know place to to get into um and there really wasn't a lot of people in Australia that were sort of you know Pinterest experts um there still aren't you know uh, it's not as big as in the US um and so uh very quickly fell into that and realized that Pinterest is a search engine it's driven by SEO which I really loved I was that person that everyone came to and said I can't find this on Google what should I search for and I was like try this you know so I was always kind of that per- detective type person um, and very naturally then went into SEO from, from there. Well, it all sounds very strategic and clever. <laughs> it sounds like you really followed your intuition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, definitely feel I've fallen into the right place. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that that sort of happened and then there came a point where you had to lean into this and um, tweak your messaging and, um, you know, establish yourself as an expert, as we are taught to do, (laughs) encouraged to do. Um, I don't know how to phrase that any other way. Um, But how did you go about establishing um, and increasing your reputation in this area? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Actually, a fun fact, when I met you, I um, told you about the colours that I was using and at the time it was my favourite colour. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I remember you said to me, um, it's not about your favorite color. It's about the client, like what is attracting the client. And so the very first step for me in establishing myself and, and, you know, um, drawing in my ideal client was rebranding and, you know, going from my virtual assistant name that I had my business name and changing into my own name. Mm. Um, and actually working with, um, Kate Toon doing the recipe for SEO success course, um, you know, it was really, she, we spoke about what I should select for my business name. And it was really about personal branding and going forward with my own business name, uh, my own name as my business name. Um, And so, you know, that was really the start of that journey. Um, Chatting to you, you know, doing all of my branding with you. um, I really think set me apart from the very beginning, you know? Um, So I don't regret, I I think that was absolutely a a really important step in, in my journey. Um, And then I just started talking. I just started, you know, sharing my knowledge, Mm. popping into groups, um, learning, always learning. I'm constantly still learning. I think you're um, never completely an expert. You're always a learner and I'm going to continue to learn for the rest of my life. Um, Everything changes so rapidly as well in business and in marketing. Um, So you need to constantly learn. So that's what I did. I just kept, I I lent into learning and I lent into sharing my knowledge and being open and um, not being afraid of anyone else that's in the same industry as me, supporting those people, in fact, that were in the same industry as me because, you know, we we could support each other. And there's so many people in the world. There is, of course, as people say, uh, enough people for the the whole, for all of us, you know, the whole world, um, a lot of people for us. So that was, um, that was for me, I think really part of how I then started becoming this voice Mm. um, and this authority in, in both Pinterest and and now in SEO as well. Mm. Um, So I think definitely for me, it was about community. It was about networking. It was about um, being willing to share and being open and, yeah, not being afraid of giving away too much or any of that, you know, that sort of stuff. And that's something that I really do admire about you, Simone. Like I've worked with Simone recently to establish my Pinterest account, which I had been putting off 
forever. And I'm so glad I did it. And genuinely, um, just the amount that you shared and you're you're willing to share and just your generosity in that is really, it is an admirable trait Um, because I know that a lot of coaches to teach to not give away like your best tips and content, um, you know, free for free, but you are just like, you're an open book. And I'm not saying that you do give all your best tips, and everything, but you, you know, you do come across as a really generous soul and you're really awesome at collab. Like I've seen you collaborating so much recently. Um, and yeah. And I, and I just wanted to really highlight that because you're doing business your way and what feels good for your personality. And I just think that deserves um, acknowledging and applause and it also like it opens a way for other people like other women in business who feel that way mm-hmm. um to just be themselves like it's just it's so, it's so genuine and it really makes your brand um come across as authentic which is amazing so thank you yeah well I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a big believer in the fact that um you know even if I share my knowledge there's still going to be people who need help to implement it or to yeah you know to get you know to get support and so it doesn't matter what knowledge you you know the stuff I'm sharing like let's be honest you can you can do a course you can you know find it yourself anyway so it's not the things I'm sharing are not big secrets Mm -hmm. and it's just that I've gone and done the research and I've gone and done the learning and and the courses and stuff um so that other people don't have to um so I, I think that's the thing like not being afraid of the fact that by giving a little bit of you know sharing some knowledge um it's not going to result in you losing clients actually it, it potentially results in you gaining more yeah 100 percent. I love that so I just would love to steer the conversation onto more of a personal um exploration I suppose so as we know now, you balance nursing and you work from home and you're a mum and you are a FIFO wife. So how does that look? Like I just love to get a snapshot of what your weeks are like and how, you know, how that looks and and if that's a conscious decision to keep one foot in nursing and one foot in business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people said to me, how do you do it? But I just think I don't really, I like, it's not that it's not that hard because it certainly is a juggle, but for us, it just really works. Um, And so, you know, my husband has been a fly-in, fly-out worker for coming on to nine or eight years now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a long time. Um, But, you know, he's home for two whole weeks every, you know, of, of a month. So he's away for two whole weeks and then he's home for two whole weeks. And for us, that means for two whole weeks, I don't need to worry about childcare mm. um it means that he's able to be at school events and and sports mm. day yes he does miss some things but he gets to be at a lot of things um you know we get to go on lunch dates and um food shopping together just the simple things yeah. even as well um so we've many times rethought you know should should we go back to working in the city or should he go back to working in the city um and we've brought the kids into that decision as well and decided that um no, like it is the best for us to have it this way. Um, but it is certainly takes a lot of planning, a lot of systems. And um, in my business, I do have a lot of systems, you know, um, from a very early stage, I had um, early, um, goodness, I can't remember her business name, um, set up my ClickUp, Ellie yeah. Widely set up my ClickUp. So that's obviously a project management system. We also use it as a CRM as well. Um 
and it's it's just amazing. And so you know, all of our phone our forms are embedded in there. Just it does so much for us, and it really means that a lot of my business systems um, are hands off. And mm. you know, when a client inquires on my website they select an option they get sent an email based on that option they're able to book into a call straight away they get the zoom link straight away so and it goes straight into my calendar so in that aspect you know that's uh, that has been a really big relief Mm. um I have a team of uh, a number of people which um obviously is very helpful as well um, we communicate via Slack. We also have, we, you know, use Airtable. We use Google Suite. Um, there's just so much behind the scenes in terms of our systems set up. Um, you know, our email marketing, all this, all of this is very much automated. And um, I couldn't have done that, you know, without my team behind mm-hmm. me. And that has made my life more manageable. Um, in regards to nursing, you know, I... I'm passionate about nursing. I love nursing. I've thought lots of times about leaving it, um, but I just can't. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I am really passionate and uh, about helping people in that way. Um, and, you know, I'm empathetic and I, I just really need that mm-hmm. um, input in my life. And so I'm not quite ready yet to give it up. I don't know if I'll ever be ready. I can't think of a time just yet. Um, but I'm also, I just work, um, the minimum amount, which is four days a fortnight or two days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so very manageable. Um, it means that, you know, I get to sort of go to work, do my job, get my, um, you know, help people get my fulfillment in that way, fill my, my cup that way as well. Um, and empty it sometimes, <laughs> yeah. um, and then, and then come, you know, come home and, and be a mum and everything else I need to be, um, but I just think it comes down, really comes down to some organization, you know, mm. Excel spreadsheets, <laughs> um, yeah. like calendar, you know, my Google calendar is color coded, um, just comes down to a lot of organization and I'm not perfect. I certainly forget things. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've sent my kids to school, um, with lunch orders on days that they have excursions and, you know, forgot to <laughs> with bathers and all sorts of stuff, you know. So um, just this morning, I forgot to wax my son's hair and he had a big assembly. So I had to quickly go to the local hairdresser and buy some wax to to fix his hair. So, you know, there are certainly times where, but I'm doing, I do the best I can. And sometimes, some days we're late and I say to the kids, um, you know what? Yes, we're late, but at least we're at school. So um. I think it comes down to expectations, setting expectations and not having such high expectations of yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're all human. I Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, just on that lateness scenario, <laughs> I mean, when the girls, when my little ones were very, very little and I was trying to get my big girl to school, we would often be up to half an hour late. And I just got to the point where I was like, whatever, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. And it just like dissipates the whole stress of the house. Yeah like it's fine yeah. we're already late there's nothing we can do about it anyway I just wanted yeah. to share that absolutely well. yeah. yeah but also um you know the fact that you are so multifaceted and exploring different passions and you know that these things are just part of your your being and your overall purpose they're all sort of you know just um small parts that make up who Simone is like I think that's so like it's such a beautiful thing and it's really inspiring because you're giving other women permission to explore different things rather than being like okay if you start a business 
you have to be all in on that business and grow it to a certain point and you have to do this, blah, 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 blah. Or you have to be a career woman. If you're going to be a career woman, you you know, you shouldn't have a side hustle because it's going to, you know, like there's yeah. a lot of, um, I don't know, there's a lot of should and shouldn'ts in this world. And I just love that you are just doing you and it works for you and your family. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm very lucky that my husband is so supportive. You know, yeah. I am. Uh, I come up with a new idea all the time. Yeah. You know? um, you know, what about cybersecurity? I might look into cybersecurity. <laughs> like, you know, I could do a, a grad certificate. He's like, okay. Oh, like, so, you know, he, he's, um, yeah, he's very supportive in that way. And he's just like, sure, why not yeah. another thing? Like if I said to him, I could do a wine degree, like, you know, wine, he would be like, sure. Like, you know, so um, he's, yeah, <laughs> certainly, certainly supportive in that way. Yeah, my husband's a little bit the same, but he's more like, yes, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sure, do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so um, let's like sort of explore some personal development because I know that I, I just noticed recently that you shared a post about um, the fact that you had been working on your public speaking abilities mm-hmm. or confidence really around that area. So um, like here we are recording a podcast and you've been an amazing guest expert inside um, my membership, The Branding Hub. And I noticed that you've also been doing some other masterclasses lately as well. And I'm just like silently cheering you on. But um, what what made you decide to go in, like go all in on overcoming this fear Um, and how have you gone about it? You know, um, it started with Clubhouse, amazingly. Like so, um, which was sort of, I think, I, don't know, I think it was beginning of last year, maybe yeah. Clubhouse, the Clubhouse yeah. days. But, um, the Clubhouse you know, era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clubhouse era. So I, you know, from a, I have had a fear of public speaking for a long time and a lot of people um, just cannot believe it. I have social anxiety. So mm-hmm. um, it's something that I actually didn't really realise until, you know, my pretty much mid-20s. I mm-hmm. had been dealing my whole life with social anxiety and, and all the things that come with that perfectionism and all of that. Um, and so I remember at uni when I um, was doing my my degrees, you know, just like trying to do the chat in front of the class, like your presentation in front of the class and just absolutely shaking. I just could not mm-hmm. get away with that. Um, so a long, I've had a, a public um, fear of speaking for a, a long time and I kind of like clubhouse, it was nervously just sitting in the rooms waiting for my turn to speak and then being kind of egged on by the rest of the people there to speak. And it was a way, you know, you were hidden, you were, you were speaking, yeah. um, but you weren't having to show your face. And I really started getting my confidence. And then people started asking me to be in rooms and to, sh- and do rooms with them. And, and to um, be their expert in their room. And I was just like, wow, like I have this knowledge. I started really realizing that I had, you know, knowledge that people wanted to hear or things mm. that people wanted to hear. And um, uh, Suze Chadwick did my very, like gave me my very, very first podcast. And she was really pivotal in, in telling me like, you need to practice this. Like it's, it, the fear is not going to go away without, mm. you know, um, without practicing it. And so that I, I decided, okay, I'm going to do at least five um, podcasts or masterclass this year. And um, that was last year. 
And so I think I, I did a lot more than that. I think I got up to about um, 10. I was on um, wow. Kate Toon's Recipe for SEO Success um, uh, podcast as well. So, and I started just, the more I started doing it, the more I started getting asked to keep mm-hmm. doing it. And I think this year I'm up to about 20 um, podcast episodes or masterclasses or um, speaking events. So um, I, it definitely is a, a practice, um, not necessarily makes perfect, but practice, mm-hmm. practice makes better. And um, certainly, you know, I still do feel a little nervous, but nowhere near. I, I'm not, I don't have that fear anymore. The fear is completely gone. I don't, you know, coming into this episode today, I didn't feel nervous. I just yeah. um, was excited and you know, it felt really, really good. And I still, I feel good. So I think absolutely um, the more you put yourself out there and I think we forget we're so entrenched in our own craft or our own knowledge or our own skills that we, we don't realize that what we have to share is a lot, Mm. you know, people, uh, the the stuff we have to share, other people don't know, you know? So as soon as you start speaking, people are like, amazed um so I think just yeah like leaning into knowing or you know just getting comfortable with the fact that you do have knowledge to share um is really important so I'm very excited um uh, in November the end of November I'm going to be uh in 2022 speaking at the um Freedom Fest as a speaker there so uh in a large room of women so you know and I I was able to run my first SEO event um this year so yeah a lot of exciting stuff um and I really want to keep leaning into that because I love sharing my knowledge so yeah that's it's so wonderful and it's such a great way to grow your brand as well to you know to grow brand awareness so um, you know, I'm nerding out about that part of it, but I think it's amazing. Um, yeah, what you've done and and really, yeah, just to overcome that fear is such a huge thing, and I know will be a, very relatable to a lot of people. Um, something that I've really struggled with as well. <laughs> Here I am with a podcast like crazy. <laughs> I yeah. never would have thought that a couple of years ago, but here we are. And I know it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So let's get into some some Pinterest stuff what what is Pinterest like as opposed to Facebook and Instagram because I feel like Facebook and Instagram are sort of like the go-to platform Mm. for business when they first start out I've got to start a Facebook page and an Instagram account um how does yeah how does Pinterest work in Mm. a differently to those I feel like Pinterest is um, a really positive place mm-hmm. it's a place where people come to get inspiration for themselves they're not going and scrolling um, for someone else mm-hmm. you are going in to Pinterest you get you get results by typing in a word whereas and there is a home feed but it you know it still is curated with things that you have shown interest with mm-hmm. And so when you go to Instagram or, or Facebook, you're just scrolling about other people's lives. You're mm. not necessarily, you're mindlessly scrolling. You haven't really got an aim. Whereas on Pinterest, people are going with a name. They, they're going, they're searching a, a topic or they're, they're looking at things that they've already searched for. Um, and there is a, you know, inspiration. There is an aim. There is a purpose behind their scrolling. So it's more it's like a place for yourself. You know, it's, it's a place where you go just to be with you mm. uh, rather than all, all these mm. other people. 
Um, it's also really, um, you know, they're really strict in regards to spam, in regards to negative messages. And so um, in that way, I really feel it's quite positive as well. Um, but at the core of it, it, it's a visual search engine. Um, it's more like Google than it is like Instagram, even though it is very image um, focused. Mm. Uh, but it's it's driven by keywords. It's driven by SEO, much like um Google is and you know Instagram and TikTok are headed in that way Mm. but really Google and Pinterest are those you know other heroes are the other people who started this um trend of of search engines um and so I think for business um when I think back to the way I used it Mm. um before I was in business you know I, I used it to search for nail polish and hairstyles and wedding ideas and birthday party ideas and clothing and shoes and even you know if I was looking for recipes so um it really does there it's a place that businesses can go to inspire their audience and I think if you think of it as that way rather than a place that you're going to be selling or um getting people to buy products you just really think of it as a place where people are coming to find you Mm. and engage with you and get to know you and then be inspired by your content, um, then you are going to succeed on Pinterest. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So how easy is it to get started on Pinterest? Because like it's a little bit of a different mindset then and different, like it sounds like the content would be slightly different to how mm. you present it on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Because your images need to lead somewhere. Whereas on Instagram and Facebook, they're just on the platform. They don't go anywhere from there. I mean, you can have links in your Facebook um, yeah, or in your bio on Instagram, but on Pinterest, you're actually, when somebody clicks on the image, it goes to another place um, on your website or wherever else your content is held. Mm. Um, and so you need to think of it that way. And I think um, if you even before Pinterest, you know, even before any any social media, just think about your content and your your content plan. So I come from I love the idea of having a piece of core content. Mm-hmm. So you start with you know it may be a podcast episode, it may be a blog, um, it may be a vlog if you don't like writing blogs, um, which I don't, and I outsource that. Um, but, but you know, that is your core content. And then you break it down from there. And you can use that piece of core content for the whole month. You know, break it into little bits and pieces. And I've got um, a great repurposing guide on my website that people can download for free. But, you know, it's pretty much you, you start with your blog or your piece of core content and then you, you change it into if you've got a podcast, you know, turn it into a blog. Um, then make get a little snippet like we're, we're making this video right now so you can grab some of this video and and pop it up on um, um, any of the platforms yeah um, make grab a LinkedIn uh, a post for LinkedIn a little snippet from LinkedIn or a link to the blog um, so you just use it across all the platforms for the whole month um, and I think having that as a strategy will remove some of that overwhelm of what do I need to create when do I need to create a well, what am I doing today? Oh, I need to get something up. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, just go back to that blog, right? What can I grab from this blog today? What can I mention from this blog today? Obviously all intertwined with your personal, you know, your, your other 
um, content pillars, yeah. whether it's, you know, about you or about your business or whatever, your products. Yeah. Uh, um, having that piece of core content. If you're an e-commerce um, business, you know, a lot of people say, why do I need a blog? What would I do with a blog? Well, then look at shopping guides, look at uh, quizzes, look at other, you know, highlighting some of your products, highlighting some of your um, the people you collaborate with even as well. Um, mm. If you sell shoes, looking at how to care for shoes, how to store shoes. So there are lots of options when you really step back from your business um, again and, and look at what it is that people come to you for or what mm-hmm. kind of problems would they have surrounding your product you know mm-hmm. whether it be aftercare whether it's how to buy it whether where to buy it all that sort of stuff yeah um, and so I think getting started on Pinterest is really about having your content plan in place and yeah. and having some content to to get onto the platform yeah and I love that idea of um when because it, it can be like like quite a block to think of what am I going to share about my business what do people why do people care about me on social media like it's easy for us to fall into that um, mindset but I love that idea of stepping back and thinking thinking as a consumer and thinking um, like what do I search for on Pinterest or what would I want to know about this type of business or you know even just in the past version of yourself what had you searched for or what would you wanted to know at that time when you were experiencing some kind of you know conflict or issue or you know anything you know like you mentioned planning a wedding so um, yeah I love that idea as well. And I think um, surveying your audience is something that's really underpurposed. Yes. You know, as simple as just asking some questions on your Instagram stories. Just yep. have, you know, what is it that you want to know about my nappy bag or the nappy bag I sell? Um, what, you know, what questions would you, would you like to ask me? Or have you got any questions about the products I sell? And, mm-hmm. or, you know, do you have any questions about delivery? Just ask some, ask some open-ended questions on your stories have a look in groups, ask some questions in your community. You know, um, I always say to my clients, um, particularly I'm doing the SEO after party at the moment, which is a guided coaching program. I I said like, go and speak to your audience and say, you know, ask in the, in the groups, if you were looking for a videographer in Adelaide, what would you search in Google? Mm -hmm. And boom, there are some of your keywords. So, you know, just surveying your audience is, has huge power yeah 100 percent gold nuggets yeah. yeah yeah absolutely all right so just in starting to wrap up what's your best tip to succeed on pinterest as a business owner <laughs> oh um i would say consistency mm-hmm. so um you know don't lean into the platform and, and post you know, all of your content in, in one month and then go, nothing's happening and give up and, and walk away. Um, you know, if you can only keep up with posting three times a week, then do that. Whatever you can keep up with, with scheduling and, and getting content out and putting onto the platform, just stay consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pinterest rewards quality and consistency. And if you are getting quality content out there that inspires your audience, then you will be rewarded. Mm-hmm. You will succeed. And how long would you expect? Like, because I know that um, Pinterest has got different times, like yeah, um, different algorithms. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So the algorithm obviously is very different and um, mm. we don't have all the answers and it's kind of like um, asking how long is a piece of string, but, yeah. you know, um, we sort of say like put a good sort of three to six months effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even longer, because the thing is, is that one piece of content can deliver for years. So mm-hmm. if you get the right piece of content out onto the platform, unlike, you know, um, Instagram where content lasts about 30 hours, Pinterest content is lasting for years. And Mm. so if you get a piece of Easter content out there that people pick up every single year at Easter, that content will, will pick up again and you'll start driving clicks through. So I think, you know, three to six months, um, six to 12 months is a really reasonable time. So, but you may be surprised and something may happen within a month or even within days if you really post a piece of viral content mm-hmm. there are people on there posting videos and idea pins about how to fold underwear and having success so <laughs> you know um just think of that there you go get yeah. out your undies everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> I don't I don't have any other questions and I can't believe we're we're ending on that note but <laughs> I've got some rapid fire questions which is kind of fun yeah. um, so I'm gonna say what's your favorite and then um say a word and you just say whatever comes okay. up. You ready yeah okay, sure. what's your favorite app app oh Pinterest surely. Hey. <laughs> did I need to ask all right time of day um oh late at night Ooh, a night owl yes i am okay favorite type of exercise i like a walk on the beach mm, me too okay yeah oh i'm oh i love soap operas i i'm such i'm so bad i love home and away and i miss neighbors so much oh <laughs> I miss Neighbours from years ago. I haven't watched it for many years, but um, I was addicted there for a little while. Um, Okay, favourite way to relax? Um, I love a a glass of red wine, uh, just sitting uh, with the family or with hubby at the end of the day in the lounge room, just relaxing. So nice. Yeah. Okay, favourite thing about your business? Um, I love the flexibility and the diversity of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Simone. I've loved chatting with you and all of so many things that we covered today. Um, so where can our audience find you? Yeah, so you can um, visit me on my website, which is uh, simonepavels.com. You can come and see me on Instagram. Uh, My handle is Simone Pavels. Uh, On Facebook, it is Simone Pavels Business. And on Pinterest, it is Simone Pavels. (laughs) So that's the beauty of having my own name as my business name. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, highly recommend going and stalking Simone because she is, she's so generous with her time and her knowledge and um you'll yeah you'll love her if you don't already follow her go and get to know her thanks again Simone thank you thank you so much for listening if you loved this week's episode of brand lover take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook and don't forget to tag me I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more hard-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.